We've just been reminiscing with our next guest uh, in the commercial break, Dr. Peter Larkins, uh, sports medicine specialist, guru, former national president of sports medicine, Australian, Australia, and also a former Olympian. Well, you're never a former Olympian. You're an Olympian, Olympian steeplechaser. Pete, good morning to you. Good morning, Pat. Nice to talk with you again. Thank you for that. Yes, you, you're never a former Brownlow medalist. You're always a Brownlow medalist. Yeah. And you, like you're, you're always an Australian cricketer heels, aren't you? Yeah, well, what the hell happened to you in 1982, mate? When you came second in the national steeplechase final, unbeaten between 76 and 83, but you came second well, in 82. Yeah, but I actually fell over. Oh. And, um, so you're not supposed to fall over in the race. And I actually got up and still managed to get second, so give me some credit. <laughs> yeah, <but> okay. <laughs> right. I, hit a, I hit a barrier, and the, the difference between hurdle races, which are the sprint races that listeners know about, and the steeplechase is when you hit a steeplechase, you fall over. It doesn't <laughs> fall over. So. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc. What, so you've got us off to a good start, what, Hills. Thank what, you. <laughs> what is it that you're an actual doctor of? Well, I, there's a specialty in Australia called sport and exercise medicine. So it really used to be called sports medicine, but uh, over a period of time it, it evolved into a specialty. We're helping people who want to stay fit, exercise programs, people with... I do a lot of work with people that are... In, in the uh, my elite athletes start at about age 50 heels and go to about 90 mm. years of age these days and they've got hip pain, they've got knee pain they're, they're all people that want to play golf they've got their boats, they want to go on their cruises so so our specialty sort of works in the orthopaedic medicine rather than orthopaedic surgery so orthopaedic surgeons put new knees and new hips in people mm. but we work in an area where we're helping people with joint pain and sometimes muscle pain as well so sports physicians tend to be working with the elite sports teams but at cricket and, and rugby and hockey and and Australian Olympic teams, etc. But they also have private practices helping people stay healthy. Oh, it's a no-brainer, that. All right, well, there's still hope for me yet. Hey, we'll get to the gist of the conversation. Now, we only work with elite athletes, I said that. <laughs> so you don't realise people have feelings at times, do you? <laughs> hey, Pete, obviously devastating news as far as Australian track and field lovers, and I'm, I'm one of them, with this news about Peter Bowl testing positive to EPO. Can you educate us on what EPO is? Yeah, that's the easy part. Explaining how it got in his system might be difficult to explain this morning, Pat, but EPO is a well-known drug. Everyone makes EPO. We're all making EPO as we if we sit here chatting. It, it's it's produced by the kidney to increase the red cells in our, in our blood count so we can carry oxygen around and, and give us energy just to walk and do our, our job and our work. But in the athletic world, EPO has been well known as a booster to give athletes extra endurance. So it's only used in the endurance sports like rowing, cycling, triathlon, marathon running. It's not the weightlifters or the sprinters that use EPO. And listeners might be familiar that athletes used to go to high-altitude training camps, Pat. Mm -hmm. and they, yeah. so why do they go out there? They go, they're trying to stimulate their natural EPO. So when you go to altitude and you have low oxygen in the air, your body recognises that, and the blood count used to go up, so athletes would get a boosting effect for endurance, only for a few weeks afterwards, but that was well known. And then the scientists in the 1980s were able to synthetically produce the EPO. So instead of going to a high-altitude camp, you could just have an injection and your blood count would go up. And so it, got in, it crept into the... Um, the sporting world, particularly in cycling. Lance Armstrong's one of the most famous cases, guys, where for years and years, and all the cyclists, in fact, in his team, were on EPO injections. That all came out when the truth was revealed. Mm. And so as a drug, it's been well known. But really since the late 90s, there's been a very effective test for it. So it's something that went out of fashion amongst sporting athletes because simply it was easily detected. And if you were cheating using EPO, it would show up. And so um, ironically, it's not been a, a drug that gets in the publicity all that much in, in recent times. 
Is there a is there a hope that the B sample will come back negative? Yeah, there is. I mean, it's very unusual. I can't give you an example of an EPO positive A sample where the B has come back negative. There's been other drugs where there's been a mistake made, you know, with, with oral drugs or contaminated things when people have had a protein powder and things, but EPO is via injection. So, and this is synthetic EPO that's shown up on the A sample, guys, to my knowledge. So it's not his natural EPO where he's just got a high amount. So there is a chance, there's always a chance of everything, Pat, happening, but I've never heard of it. And it, it doesn't augur well that it's an EPO-positive A sample. Now, when does the B sample get taken and and given by Peter Boll? Yeah, well, that's a really great question, Heels, because the B sample is, is the A sample just divided into two parts. Oh. So it's not a separate sample. It's, it's always, so this is where it's confusing. It's going to be exactly the same sample, which is right, because if he had a contaminant or he had a product in his system on the day of the test, it could have been washed out by now. So having another sample on another day doesn't make sense. So every athlete will, will be able to explain to you when you have a urine sample or a blood sample taken, for a drug test, it's divided into two parts, one called A, one called B. The A sample is the one that's tested first. If it's negative, the B sample is, is, is not relevant. If the A sample comes back with an abnormal finding, you've then got the backup test of the same sample to see if it's accurate. So when you've got two um, positives, an A sample positive, B sample, you're in real trouble because it really means that the, the, the test has revealed it twice. So. The frustrating thing is the B sample now has to be analysed. Peter Boll is allowed to have his manager there, his lawyers there. He's allowed to be there. So he has to verify that absolutely that that's his sample. There's no confusion over it. Not that there is over the A sample at the moment, guys. Mm. And therefore, if it comes back negative, it's end of story and he's exonerated, although his reputation, I suspect, has been tainted. If it comes back positive, he's got a real problem. Have you checked his timetable at all, Doc? Like... Why would he be injecting synthetic EPO at this stage of his schedule? Well, if he did, and I can't explain how it gets in the system, Heels, because if I put a, you know, a needle in you, you're going to know you've had an injection. You can't get synthetic EPO any other way that I know of. Um, I mean, athletes have been using it still. So there's a micro dose that athletes are using to try and avoid showing up on a test. So micro-dosing of a small amount of EPO has become popular in, in the sporting world because if you take small amounts, it, it, gets, it has an effect, but it gets washed out of your system quickly. And so any athlete who's in an endurance sport would be perhaps aware of that. And if they wanted to go down the cheating pathway, and I'm not talking about Peter Boll, I'm talking general terms here now, guys, yeah. then micro-dosing of EPO, particularly in the cycling world, for, for two products, one EPO and one th- a product called growth hormone, they've become very popular in, the, in an attempt to not show up on the test. Now, if you get the dose wrong and you get too much in your system, it'll show up. So, you know, for training and recovering, you want endurance. And so no matter where you are, when you're competing, then being able to train hard, EPO, you'd be using all year round. It's not just in a particular timetable for yeah. a competition. Yeah. Uh, we're getting close to the eight thirty news, and it's fascinating. We can talk to you for ages, but look, in, in, and I don't want to oversimplify, but but if the B sample uh, comes back positive, basically yep. it's it's unlike the premise of law where innocent before guilty. Uh, basically, it's in your system. Yep. They have they have said that it is in your system. Yep. It's then up to you to prove that you didn't take it somehow. There's 
Yeah, look, it's a four-year ban automatically if it's a positive B sample on an EPO test. I mean, that's that's absolutely devastating. I can't imagine mentally what Peter's going through at the moment. He's been such an outstanding athlete. I mean, you know, athletics need stars, as you know, Pat. We've had Sally Pearson, but, you know, we've had precious few stars over the last 20 years, and so it's a tragedy for the sport if if it comes back a B sample positive because he'll get a four-year ban. I can't see how we will get out of it. Peter, it's it's fascinating to talk to you as usual, and uh, great to catch up again, mate. That's all right, Pat. Glad uh, glad we had a chat. Good luck, guys. Thanks yeah, very much, thank Pat. You, Dr. Peter Larkins. Uh, it's scary stuff, Heels. Well, he's not putting any angle on it, is he? Other than no. medical and logical Just explanation, how it happens. Yeah, you've got to separate from the emotion Peter Bowles feeling right now. He seems very believable, doesn't he, Peter? Yeah, and and he's so does Peter vehement. Larkins. Yeah. Well, I mean, Peter Bowl has been vehement yeah. in his, you know, he's crying out that he is innocent and that he has never even researched any of this sort of stuff. Yep. Mm, it's scary stuff. It is scary stuff.